Welcome to Henrico Happenings. I'm Kristen Smith. And I'm Victoria Davis. With just weeks until the 2020 general election, we thought this would be a good time to talk about all the different ways you can cast your ballot. So we brought in an expert to share the important details. Anne-Marie Middlesworth is the Deputy Registrar for Henrico County. Anne-Marie, thanks for taking the time to join us. I know you're very busy these days. Thank you for having me. We want to start by talking about all of the different ways people can vote in the November 3rd election. Many of them have already voted. Go ahead and explain that to us. So for this November 3rd election, we actually have three different ways that voters can participate. There is the traditional election day, which is November 3rd. The polls will be open statewide from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. And that is what most voters have experienced in their voting uh, you can also vote by mail, and voters can still request an absentee ballot by mail until October 23rd. And you can also vote in person at our office until October 31st. Now, there's a little bit of a change this year because of COVID. In the past, to vote absentee, you had to have a legitimate reason. That's Now, the correct. legitimate reason is you, you don't feel comfortable maybe going to the polls on Election Day. That's correct. In addition to that, the General Assembly created uh, no excuse absentee voting. So voters that vote by mail, they do f request a ballot by application, but that's so that we know that you want your ballot to come by mail. If you come in person, there is no application. So talk to us a little bit about the absentee ballot. Once you get your ballot in the mail, walk us through that process. And even if some wanted to actually bring their ballots in person, what does that look like for them? So if the voter requests the ballot by mail, they receive a ballot package from us. There are instructions, which we encourage the voter to read. The ballot comes sealed in an envelope, what we call envelope A. The voter would open the envelope A, mark their ballot, and they're going to put it back into envelope B. Envelope B has an area where the voter fills out their name and address, and they sign that. And then they put it in the return envelope, which has labels addressed to our office. What kind of numbers are we looking at in terms of people requesting to vote absentee by mail this year? Well, they've, they've been off the charts, honestly. We have never had this type of response for voters by mail. We have probably mailed out over 35,000 but voters are choosing to decide to bring their ballot back into us and they can transfer that out and then they can vote in person. That's still a significant number, which is great, you know, for this early start of the election. So, Well, it's great to see people exercising their right to vote, but I'll bet it's a little bit overwhelming. It, it, it is. I mean, we've, we basically are having election day every day for 45 <laughs> days. Um, as far as voting in person goes, you've, we've seen lines, people waiting um, at both government centers to cast their ballots. How's that been going? Uh, you know, I think voters are excited that they have the opportunity that they can choose to vote on their time and they pick the date and time. They don't have to have an excuse. Most voters are getting through within 20 to 30 minutes and they've, they've been in good moods and happy to be able to, to do that and not just be confined to November 3rd. Mm -hmm. In October, we're offering some Saturday hours as well, right? Yes, um, that's true. Normally, we're open the last two Saturdays before every general election, but this year we are actually going to be open the last four Saturdays. And those hours will be 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., both offices also. Right. If someone requested an absentee ballot by mail, but then decided they'd rather vote in person, should they bring the ballot with them? Yes. Uh, if you have been issued a ballot by mail and you want to trade that in to vote 
in person. We can do that. We just ask you to bring the ballot with you. We spoil that. And then we change your status so that you are then marked as an in-person voter. And we put you through the same process. You get a ballot and you get to see it go through the scanner. So talk a little bit more about the in-person voting. So are there certain forms of identification that they probably need to bring? Is curbside voting still available for the early in-person voting? So for in-person voting, that is has moved to much more like your polling place experience. There's no application. A voter is asked their name and address like they would be in a polling place and you're asked to bring an identification. That's another change with the General Assembly this year. The photo ID is no longer required. Most people do bring a driver's license or state-issued ID, but if you don't have access to that type of identification, you can bring a utility bill, a bank statement, um, school ID works, employer-issued ID with a photo on it in that case. But the voter then provides their identification, they receive a ballot, they mark that, and they put it into the scanner. Curbside voting is available, and we've had several buses from different uh, retirement facilities and churches are bringing van loads of voters. And for those voters, um, the curbside is available. We ask that their helper or whoever has driven them there alerts us, and we have to get them checked in the regular way that a voter is checked in. And then we go out to the car or to the van, and we process the voter there, and they're not actually standing in line. But we've seen plenty of voters that are older and disabled, and they they want to stand on the line, and they're, they're very enthusiastic about voting this time. So we leave that up to the voter to let us know whether or not they um, want to vote by curbside, but it is available, and it will be available on Election Day. And what has the turnout been like for early in-person voting? We've already had, as of last week, over 16,000 vote wow. early, which is um, roughly about 20% of our voters in Henrico County. So so these numbers are pretty unprecedented for us. They they really are. It's, it's very exciting to see uh, voters coming out and participating either by mail or they're coming in person. They're utilizing our drop boxes, which is a great addition also that the General Assembly just recently passed, that voters no longer have to drop their ballot through the U.S. Postal Service. They can drop it in our drop box, and we have two of those, one at the Eastern Government Center and one at the Western Government Center. And those are operational 24 hours a day. They do have surveillance on them 24 hours a day, and our staff empties them once a day, and those ballots are then safe and in our possession and stay ready for Election Day to be counted. So people can feel secure about dropping their, their ballots in those boxes. They can. They can. Um, we've, we've had an enthusiastic response from voters to have those available to them. So what can they do once they either drop them in the Dropbox or send them in the mail? What are the ways of tracking the ballots? Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. There is Ballot Scout, which is on the Department of Elections website, and that tracks your ballot through the Postal Service. So we've had lots of questions from voters asking how do they track their ballot. If they've dropped it off in a Dropbox, the tracking isn't going to go any further than they received their ballot because it's no longer in the postal system. 
If the voter wants to check on their ballot, they can go through the Department of Election Citizens portal and they can go to where you check your registration status and there is an area where they can enter their information and they can see whether or not the ballot has been received. Okay, so you're going to have all of these ballots. (laughs) Let's talk about counting them because you're not counting them now. You're not counting the votes right now physically. So how does that work? Well, um, this is something new. We're also taking on this this year because of the unprecedented volume of ballots that we've received by mail. In past elections, we counted the absentee ballots on election day. And sometimes we were counting ballots until two, three o'clock in the morning because we had five or 6,000 received in one day. This year, because we've already received five, 6,000 ballots and it's still four weeks out from the election, we're doing what they call pre-processing. So we have teams of election officials that will be going through the ballots and prepping them to be scanned. And we're actually scanning them now. Uh, They won't be tallied until election night, but we have to do something to take down the the volume that we already have in place. So from the way I understand it, on election night, when the polls close, then all of those ballots that were sent in by mail or done in person, it's like you push a button and the numbers come up? Uh, That's somewhat accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We will have a tally on everything that we've received up to Election Day and what we receive on Election Day. We will also have a tally later in the week because voters have until Friday at 12 noon for their ballot to be counted if it's in the U.S. postal system. So if a ballot is dropped off, it's postmarked as of November 3rd, we have until Friday at 12 noon to take that ballot and count it. And then there will also be ballots that can be delivered to polling places on election day through drop boxes. So we will have ballot drop off at each of our 90 polling places and voters can choose to drop their ballot off there. Those will come back to us on Tuesday night, and we will count those Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as well. So there'll be two tallies, an election night tally and then a tally later in the week, hopefully on Friday. So you can't breathe a sigh of relief on election night when it's all over with. You've got more coming up in the week ahead. Yeah, it it goes on for us for several days. Yeah, I tell her she needs one big magic button just to make it all just happen for her, right? Um, Why don't we talk about deadlines Yeah, great. Um, The first deadline that voters should take note of is the deadline to register to vote or to also change your voter registration address. If anything has changed since you voted at the last time, it's a good opportunity to go out there and check and make sure everything's up to date. You can do that through the Citizens Portal at the Department of Elections. And that deadline to make any changes is next week on October 13th. The deadline to request a ballot by mail is Friday, October the 23rd. And we need to have that application on hand in our office so that we have time to mail a ballot to the voter and the voter has ample time to get that ballot back to us, either through the mail or through one of our drop boxes. And then the last day to vote by absentee in person is going to be October 31st at 5 p.m., which is a Saturday. Halloween. Halloween, (laughs) yes. All of 2020 seems like Halloween in some respects. (laughs) Right, absolutely. So you still have time. And one thing I just want to put out there for everyone is that 
if you do not live in the eastern part of the county, you can still go vote at the Eastern Government Center. Is that accurate? Oh, that is absolutely. Um, Both offices are ready and able to accept voters from both sides of the county. So we have all ballot styles available there. And if you live in the West End and work out in the East End, you can vote there. And same if you're living in the eastern part of the county and you're out on the West End, you can vote at our office at the at the government center. So, so many opportunities to cast your ballot. Is there any other information you want to share? Any tips, any advice, any requests for voters? You know, I would just ask for voters to be thinking of what their plan is, to, to have a plan in place of how they want to participate in the election this year, if they want to vote in person, if they want to vote by mail, or if they're if they're planning to go on election day. Um, election day, our officers will be they will have masks and they will have hand sanitizer and will be asking voters to be socially distant. So you know, voters just need to think about what works for them. And then there's the three different ways they can vote by mail, they can vote early in person, or they can vote on election day. And if they have questions, they can go to our website, the Henrico website, and we have lots of information on our hours and how to go about requesting an absentee ballot. And if they want to vote in person, we have the, the dates available listed out there. We, we don't want it to get lost that people can go old school and go to the polls mm-hmm. on Election Day, which is which is what I plan to do. It's just there's something very exciting about casting your ballot on that day, at least for me. So, yeah, people can go to the polls on Election Day like they always have if that's what what makes them happy. Yeah, we have um, over 1,300 officers of election signed up to open up their polling places at 6 a.m. They are very excited to greet their voters and are we are not counting out Election Day. We expect that we will have an enthusiastic crowd there as well. So we're, we're preparing for that as well. And if you like that I voted sticker, <laughs> that does come with your absentee ballot in the mail. It does. Which is exciting. And we have also been handing those out to voters who come to vote early. And, of course, you'll get your, your regular I voted sticker if you come on November 3rd. Wonderful. So get out there and vote, people. That's it. November 3rd and let your voice be heard. <laughs> and, of course, if you follow us on social media, we are constantly posting information about voting and and what the lines look like sometimes and where the drop boxes are so you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram youtube and next door that's it (laughs) we're doing our best to keep you informed amory thank you so much for coming in and sharing i know you are crazy busy but maybe this was a little it was nice to get out of the office for for a little while i'll admit (laughs) (laughs) we were glad to have you so thanks for having me That's going to do it for this episode of Henrico Happenings. Make sure you exercise your right to vote. We will see you in November. Bye. Bye.